You are now tuned into the T Sims podcast. And what we're going to do today would be my second installment of the rundown. Uh, the first one went pretty good. I actually got a lot of views on SoundCloud for that. Um, and so I'm going to bring you back with uh, my second installment. Uh, that's where I'm going to go through the ESPN app, uh, hit the biggest news stories that have happened around in sports, and I'm just going to give you my take on the topic. Um, and so topic number one, the White Sox chairman declares that the LaRoche saga is over, and that was a fairly interesting situation. You know, apparently, um, as LaRoche stated, they have a very good relationship and encourage them to bring uh, all the players to bring their kids uh, into the locker room, the clubhouses, uh, onto the field. And so LaRoche, I guess, was taking advantage of that and bringing his kid um, to the facilities every single day, 100% of the time. And obviously, they had a good relationship. I mean, they had a, a locker for his son there. Um, and the White Sox organization, you know, they wanted him to cut back on the time that he was bringing his kid there. And uh, I heard that they said that they really just wanted um, them to be focused. You know, they're really going to try and take this year in stride. They were trying to get their focus down. And so they asked him to do that. And he just pretty much up and left, you know, retired at, at 36. Um, I'm surprised about the people that have actually reached out uh, to support LaRoche's decision. Um, like Bryce Harper, Chipper have, have uh, reached out to him on, through Twitter and uh, other various social media saying that they encouraged him and family first. And I agree with all that. And, you know, I am not a father uh, that I know of. And, I don't want to sound insensitive to the topic, but what other profession can you bring your kid to work every day unless you own a daycare? So, you know, for me, I think that it was just, I guess he's 36 and he can retire. I mean, I'm sure he's got the money to retire and so more power to him. But I think it was just a little to to just up and leave your teammates with the people that you work just over that type of decision where they don't say stop bringing your kid. They just want you to cut it back a little bit. I think it was just a little bit childish. And so, you know, that's my take on it. Uh, I thought it was a really weird situation, and um, the White Sox organization is going to look like the bad guy in this one, but, you know, I'm not blaming them for anything. I think they can make whatever call. They're the ones signing the check. I think they can make uh, whatever call they really want to. Um, next up, we got the San Antonio Spurs beating the Warriors 87-79, and, I mean, come on, guys. This, sh this shouldn't even really be news anymore. I mean, obviously... The Warriors are going to break the record. They're going to have the best record of 72-10. Uh, and 10. They're going to break that record with flying colors. Um, you know, they're obviously the best team, but they haven't beat the, the, the Spurs in San Antonio since 97. And that's a fact. That's a 33-game streak. So anytime they play, it's pretty obvious that, <laughs> that they're never going to beat the Spurs in San Antonio just based on history. Um, what should be news is that the Spurs have a prehistoric big three and they are still dominating in this young game, high-flying uh, basketball. It's just amazing. It's fun to watch um, Kawhi Leonard, the young gun, come in here and uh, the big three take him under their wing. And so really, that's what's impressive to me is is the fact that they're still able to play a high level of basketball and could easily come in and uh, could see them in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors and most likely will see them against the Warriors. Um the third topic, officials remove a game ball from the Houston-Atlanta game because Dwight Howard sprayed his hands with an unmarked can. And this is also a pretty interesting um, an interesting discussion because, you know, I actually saw this and um, Millsap's at the free throw line 
takes a free throw. Howard checks into the game and grabs the ball from the referee and, you know, moves it around in his hands. When Millsap gets the ball back, he immediately recognizes something's on the ball and hands it to the referee. He said it felt like super glue. And so the referees are kind of jumbling around. They go in and they go to both sides and they warn both benches, stating that the stickum substance is illegal. Uh, Howard was not penalized at all. Howard stated after the game that I've done it openly before every game and for the past five years. I don't know why people are making a big deal out of it, and I'm not worried about it. And that's just funny to me because, well, Dwight, if you were so open about it, why has no one ever seen you do this before? Um, if you were so open about it, why was your coach trying to hide the unmarked can while the referees were going through? Um and people are tripping Dwight because it's simply illegal. You know, the referee stated that it's an illegal substance. You do that kind of thing as a pitcher in baseball, and your whole legacy could be tainted, and you're labeled as a cheater. And if it's illegal, I don't understand how there hasn't been any type of punishment handed down yet, and I do think that there will be um, some type of fine, uh, suspension of games, something. But, you know, if it's illegal and you break the rules, there should be a penalty for it. And that's all the time we have today. Thanks for listening to The Rundown Part 2, and tune in next week for new topics and new discussions.